missing Drake. You should chime in with me. I don't know Drake. You my right hand. You say you my go to. You my go to. Tell me everything about you. That's a bold move. That's a bold move. That's Just a bold like, move. That's a bold move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then, yeah. Because <laughs> people, everyone knows that song. Okay. <laughs> okay. Except you. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> okay. You're my right hand. You're my go-to. What's the next line? Tell me everything about you. That's a bold move. That's a bold move. <laughs> Hi, you guys. I'm Grace. And my name is Brooke. And we hope to be your new go-to podcast. And I'm so excited we're starting this because Grace has actually been thinking about a podcast, doing it for like two years, right? Yeah. And I've been encouraging her, you just need to do it. You need to do it. Take the dive. Do it. Jump in. And then recently, uh, I stopped working, became a full-time stay-at-home mom, and have found myself to have a little extra free time in the evenings. I'm not grading papers. I'm not um, bringing any work home. And so I thought, why don't we do the podcast together? Yes, I'm so excited. And I'm really glad she did because I was not willing to do this on my own. I'm no Emma Chamberlain. I can't just sit and talk. Why well, I, I can sit and talk. I can talk it up, okay? <laughs> but I was a little bit nervous to do it on my own, and there was no one I could imagine doing a podcast with that was a good fit. And I just didn't even think to ask Brooke because she has a baby. She's married. She's got more important things to do. But as soon as she pitched the idea, I said, yes, yes, girl. And I'm so glad to get to do this. It's so special, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. We're going to laugh, have... Let's laugh. Let's laugh. I love saying that. Let's loosen up and laugh. Loosen up, grab a snack, grab a drink, or if you're driving, don't grab a drink. What are you thinking? Don't grab a drink. Grace, What? when are the main times you listen to podcasts? Okay, so my job, I'm an assistant, and I do a bunch of work that I can multitask with. So say I'm running errands. I'm running errands for my boss. I'm listening to a podcast. Probably not music. Mu- music has taken a back burner to podcasts. Same. Podcasts are my jam. Mm-hmm. Okay, Grace, just continue telling us about yourself. We want to get to know you. Don't got to tell me twice. Okay, so I'm 20 years old. I'm turning 21 this month. I'm stoked. Not much is going to change. I don't drink, so there's not much to look forward to um but it is kind of the beginning of adulthood for me it feels like even when I turned 18 I wouldn't say it was adulthood you know you're still a teen yeah you still feel like a kid I think I finally feel like an adult the closest to an adult I've ever felt like I would say I am an assistant as I had mentioned for an interior designer I love my job I'm so blessed to have it and I wouldn't trade it for any other job I think it's a great fit for me in the season of life I'm in and my boss is super sweet she's flexible with me she's has a bunch of grace for me right now I'm living at home I'm going to school I'm really heavily involved in ministry in my church and I love it I'm involved in a few different ministries, but they're all close to my heart, and 
Yeah, that's kind of what my life is about right now. What are you feeling most passionate about in this season of your life? Like, what really gets you going? Mm, okay, okay. Honestly, this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I've just, it's almost like a little mini dream come true. Okay, I just have to share something real quick because <laughs> a little secret. This is actually our second recording. <laughs> we recorded our first episode and um, it was a really good experience, I think, in just figuring out how we're doing this and getting practice on editing and everything. And Grace was so motivated. She was so determined. And it was just so cool seeing her like light up inside and just go after something and and have Aww. such tenacity. I love that about you, Grace. You're so sweet. You'll never know what we talked about in our first episode. I was going to say, maybe a year into our podcast, we could release the first recording. No way. We would be a disappointment to everybody listening. The nail story. Oh, gosh. Our first recording, guys, like, I cut out more than I kept in. <laughs> Definitely not not a good thing. I said some very offensive things. Maybe Maybe not offensive to everyone, but just maybe politically incorrect things to say. You can always count on your Bakersfield girls to be politically incorrect. (laughs) A little rough around the edges, but that's okay. That's another thing is that we're not doing this for money or for fame. It's just for fun. So we can kind of get away with being a little more honest. Don't you think? A little more raw? I think so. Honestly, this has been kind of a fear or apprehension of mine in doing the podcast. I'm like, man, I'm just offering myself up to the world for judgment. Like, I know. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Some of my reservations about starting a podcast yeah, were- Let's talk about this. Okay. People are going to have so many judgments to make about our opinions, about who we are as people, our thoughts on things, when really everyone has thoughts that are not agreed upon. Not everyone's going so to agree with what we have to say. And we know that, but when you're putting yourself on a platform for people to deconstruct, it's kind of nerve wracking. I have come to the place where I have an idea in my head. I just want to do it. No judgments are going to keep me from publishing this. Okay. I know that there is a certain group of people who would probably say that they are all about diversity, but in reality, diversity of thought is not something that they want to be seen. And Here, it's a safe place to have different thoughts, different opinions. Yes. And you know what? We're not going to shout each other down about it. I heard something really good. Actually, it was in a podcast interview I was listening to. One person said to another, you know what? There's a difference between acceptance and approval. Mm. And if you're okay with that difference, then we have a shot at being friends. Totally. And I just love that. Like, I can accept you for who you are. It doesn't mean that I have to approve of everything in your life Um, and and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And we can have different thoughts about things. That said, this is not a political podcast. (laughs) We're not getting into that sort of... We may do a little sprinkle here and there, but that's not the bulk. It's not the meat and potatoes here. Right. If that's what you want, go elsewhere. (laughs) Go elsewhere. That said, I did study political science in college, so there's that. Was that just like a little (laughs) slight brag, or what was that? (laughs) No, it means I do have political opinions. I do know way more than the rest of you listening, (laughs) so if you do have a comment, leave in the reviews. 
No, that's definitely not what I mean to say. I just just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> I'm on the struggle bus, Grace. Okay, I just, I need to put something out. Maybe this is something you'll cut. Maybe it's not. I just had a baby nine months ago. And his name is David. He's perfection. He's like pure sunshine in my life. I love him so much. Um, but as many of you know, like when, or maybe you don't know, I don't know who's listening to this. Um, part of pregnancy symptoms, um, you can have all kinds of changes in your body. And one of them is that, um, you can actually experience growth in certain parts of your body. Like women have reported their feet growing, uh, multiple sizes during pregnancy because you have growth hormones like surging through your body. And so, uh, things grow. And so I definitely growing on your body, Brooke, (laughs) let us know. I'm about to. (laughs) So I definitely had to go up a half shoe size. All of my shoes. (laughs) Grace is already laughing because she knows what this is all about. She knows the point I'm getting to. And And it's affecting her as we speak. (laughs) It's affecting me hardcore. And I can't get around it. So... My shoe size went up. I had to get my ring resized, my wedding ring. And just as of late, I've realized I think my tongue grew. I think it grew. Like, it's wide. It's so wide in my mouth. And, like, I'm sorry. I don't know where to put it. It's just taking up so much space. And it's so hard for me to formulate sentences or words. And that is why I'm struggling. And I think, you know, the timing of this whole podcast thing is just really funny to me. And I'm having a lot of inner insecurity right now about my tongue yeah, and when, being able to speak clearly. When Brooke closes her mouth, the sides of her tongue push in like a taco. That's how wide it is. <laughs> It's, it's pretty bad. So I haven't Googled this, so I don't know if it's a phenomenon. Do you think it's all just in your head though? It could be. No, it's, it's way bigger than before. Look, <laughs> she just took it out. I, I used to have a cute, skinny little tongue and now it's this like wide flap. Just... You, should, you should look up tongue exercises. So enough about me. Brooke, what it, what it, what's up with you? What are your passions? My passions. What's up with you? Okay, well, let me just give you the bullet points of my life. So I'm 31 years old. So if you're doing the math, Grace and I are exactly 10 years apart. We're sisters. And um, we're two out of four in our family. So um, there's actually quite a big gap between the elder two and the younger two. Um, so it's created a really fun and unique dynamic in our family, I think. Um So anyway, I'm the oldest in our family, and I am married to a wonderful, wonderful man, Chris. I love him. And we have a son. I was formerly a teacher and um, taught for like seven and a half, eight years. Just recently after having my son, I took maternity leave, and then I kind of extended it, and I just decided I wasn't going to go back. So I'm at home. I'm a little homemaker now. And honestly, I just love it. It's like the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Mm. So fulfilling. We have um, a friend who is also in the podcast world. And (laughs) she (laughs) is a teacher. And I was listening to one of her episodes. And she was talking about 
just how difficult teaching is and the grind of it. And I texted her like, girl, I feel you. (laughs) We were just sharing stories um, about the struggle of teaching and why it's so hard today as opposed to like 50 years ago and how it's changed. Um, But I told her, true confession, I told her when I was teaching my first year, I had to drive all the way out to McFarland and I would contemplate these crazy things like if I just crashed my car right now, I wouldn't have to go into work. I would think crazy stuff like that. You know what that is, right? Okay, I heard this term this this last week, an intrusive thought. Yeah. But I don't think it was intrusive. I think I was just strategizing how I could not go to work. Yeah. Teaching is not for the faint of heart. For all you teachers out there, much love, much respect. Oh. That said, so glad to be out. <laughs> I've had an awakening, but I will say this. I'm extremely grateful to be home right now because I know that's not an option for um, everyone. So I I know I'm super blessed to be able to do that and um, I'm loving it. Um, Oh, Grace, I was going to tell you, I was came to your house for 4th of July. And as I was pulling up, I was like, oh, what are they cooking? Like the barbecue smells really strong. And then I realized there was no barbecue going on. It was the scorched earth of your neighbor's backyard. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. That's awful that I just laughed. There was there we was had a, a little accident in our neighborhood. So Fourth of July just passed, and you know, my family the night was it the night no night before two nights before Fourth of July mm-hmm. I think um, were winding down the Vincent family is winding down and. My mom's dead asleep. And the only thing that will wake my mom up from a deep sleep is the Holy Spirit. So let me just put <laughs> Ain't that, that in. Ain't that the truth? That'll put, put it in perspective how loud this was. So I'm getting ready for bed, and we hear a loud bang. I mean, it's, it would make your ears bleed. And we hear sounds all throughout the night. We hear gunshots. We hear people yelling. We don't live in, like, the most unsafe neighborhood ever, but... People are just out and about at night by our, our neighborhood, I guess. So it's a tad sketch. It's a, we have some sketch people. That that that's a good episode, actually. Our neighbor stories, dear my Lord, sketchy neighbor, my sketchy neighbor. We have tons of those. Brooke is blessed to not be experiencing that firsthand anymore. So we hear this loud bang, and my mom rushes out of the room with her PJs and on, and that's how you know it's serious. She did not care. She was going to go greet neighbors she had never met before in pajamas. So it's just unlike her, but she ran out the door, and she comes back in, there's a fire! There's a fire! And I'm thinking it's like outside of our house. So I run downstairs. By this point, it's been maybe a minute and a half since that noise took place and we run down the street four houses down and our neighbor's house is up in flames and it's spreading so fast i mean it starts just on the fence and it's already to like the back living room of their house so scary yeah and people are just standing around taking pictures (gasps) videos that's so crazy while some people were doing that we actually had a lot of people come together like one of um the teachers from our local high school he ran down from up the street and he started wetting the 
roofs of the neighbors' houses to make sure the embers don't Aww. catch them on fire. He was seriously, he was Superman in that moment. God bless that man. I know. He's so kind. He always does stuff for the neighbors. He's just very thoughtful. So shout out to you, redhead with the long hair. But um we don't know your name, but we think you're great. I don't know who you are, but you're special. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, our neighbor's house caught on fire and I was running for my dog Kanye. My my dog's name is Kanye as in West. So that's his name. And I just thought I would unburden myself right now with that with that <laughs> little secret. I ran for Kanye. Precious Kanye. I got him. He was terrified. And I kind of was sitting with him for a while because I was I was contemplating, like, do I pack up all my stuff right now? Do mm-hmm. I, you know, how fast is this going to spread? The firefighters took about 15 minutes to get there, and so all the neighbors were out. I saw people I did not even know lived by us, and then basically the fire was put out. Thank the Lord. The neighbors were safe. The people in the house were safe. Someone set off a firework in their backyard so it wasn't even their fault the people that lived there someone uh in the back of our houses there's a bike path and a bunch of hills and kids will go back there mess around just do crazy stuff and they blasted teenagers those dagnabbit teenagers i wonder if those are the same kids that dad chased around oh probably back in the day remember yeah i remember (laughs) oh gosh that's so embarrassing. When you're when your parents are confronting people your age, maybe this isn't a shared experience. Maybe our parents are just out there. <laughs> but oh my gosh, it's the most embarrassing thing ever. It's like, please wait, don't do it. Don't please God no. <laughs> but yeah, some hoodlum teenagers set off a firework in their backyard and thank the Lord it didn't burn the whole place down. But yeah. We're out to get you, whoever did that. Uh, but yeah, so they're safe. We're good. I get back to my house. I'm laying in my bed and my walls are thin. I can hear everyone talking on the way back once the commotion has settled a little bit. And I hear someone say, it was so good getting to meet you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm so glad we got to meet tonight. I didn't know you lived here. Like all these women just didn't know that they existed, that they lived next door. Like, they were making connections because of a fire. So. Crisis bringing people together. Yes. You know, when you were talking about people just standing by and taking pictures and video and stuff? Okay. There's a name for that. Wait. I was one of those people, but I took <gasps> I took two pictures because I was... I don't know what I was thinking, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to go save their lives. Everyone was evacuated. The yeah. roofs were already being... You know, yeah, what, you could so. care less. Well, no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, don't make me out to seem like a bad guy, okay? But I did take a picture or two. But then I put my phone away and I was respectful, okay? Okay. <laughs> was it hot when you passed yeah. by? Anyway, they call it they call it the bystander effect. When somebody is seeing a crime or witnessing something happen that somebody should take action on yes they just end up watching it and it's it's gotten increasingly worse in our society because of phones and everything but um, those experiments i've seen experiments where someone lays on the floor acts like they're dead or they're having a heart attack or something in a large crowded area and everyone walks by (gasps) yeah it's so sad oh is it that show what would you do no that shows a little much but that show has crept in my mind and placed itself to live 
rent free forever. Like I, any situation I'm in, say I get in a fender bender, I'm thinking, what's his name? John Quintanilla. No, John Quinone. Is it Quinones? I'm gonna I'm look say, this up. I don't know his name. What did you say? Quintanilla. Quintanilla. I think it's Quinones. John Quinones. How is it taking you this long? Oh, oh, oh. Quinones. 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 I took Spanish for four years. I should know how to say this. Well, John Q, we love you. Johnny Q? Johnny Q? What would you do, Johnny Q? (laughs) Johnny Q, what would you do? Oh, that's a really good movie. Denzel Washington, Johnny Q. Look it up. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I love me some Denzel. If Denzel were my age... He has a son. Grace. Oh, I have seen the son. John David Washington is his name. Yes. There's a new trailer out that he's He's not his in. dad, but he's good too. Yeah. 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 Can't beat the model. Like his dad's the model. He's tight. He's like, iconic. Yeah. He is the best. I, I will watch any movie with Denzel. He could be an extra in the movie and I'll watch the whole thing. Yeah. Just to see him. Yeah. We love you, Denzel. I feel like Denzel in movies, I mean, aside from when he's like playing the villain and stuff, is exactly how he would act in real life. How I see him in the movies and that kind of like persona. Did you ever see the movie Deja Vu? Oh, are you kidding? Like how he is on Deja Vu, I feel like I'm getting the yes, real Denzel. Like same. that's him. But that's just what he wants us to think because he's a great actor. He just does his job well. Yeah. He's very convincing. But I also but like, I like to think he's like that. Yeah, I like hearing all the things he says off camera too. Well, I guess he's still on camera, but he's not filming. Like when he does interviews or um, commencement ceremony addresses. Yeah. He's spirit filled, baby. Yeah. I know? think he's mm-hmm. the real deal. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're going to be seeing Denzel in heaven. Ooh, I hope I see him on Earth. I hope I get to run into him. And- <laughs> yeah, we probably won't be caring in heaven if he's there or not. Yeah. Denzel, you made it. What's up? Literally Jonas next to us and then Denzel. Mark's like, Denzel. <laughs> I was going to say, though, anytime I'm in a bad situation, I think of Johnny Q. John Quinones. I can't say it. <laughs> John Quinones. Quinones. Quin- it didn't have the Quino- little squiggle above the N. Otherwise, otherwise it'd be Quinones, but it's Quinones. Quinones. Okay. Quinones. Well, John Quinones, anytime I'm in a situation where my integrity is in question uh-huh. and no one's looking, but I'm looking around for those cameras, maybe. <laughs> I better do the right thing. I said. I'm on it. If jo- what would John Quinones do? That's the real WWJD. <laughs> I was just watching a clip from that show the other day, and it was terrible. They have bad scenarios, dude. They have, like, guys roofing girls' drinks. They're like, what would you do if you saw someone getting drugged at a bar, and they're going to be kidnapped? No, this other one that I saw was really bad. It was a mother, and she was sitting down with her two kids. Well, one kid, it was a white woman, and one kid was white, and one kid was black. Oh, gosh. And obviously, she's an actress, right? But she's telling the black kid, hey, if if you don't eat all of your food, I don't know what the threat was. I, if you don't eat all of your food or do X, Y, Z, I'm taking you back. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And she's being loud and vocal about how you better shape up or I'm not going to keep you. Shape up or I'll ship you out. Yeah, literally. And 
obviously like they're setting this scene like he's a foster kid or something. And so a woman approaches her and she's just like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. What are you talking about? Like, and she goes, listen, you know, I've done this many times before. I mean, just, (laughs) it was terrible. Anyway, the lady was like, I'm about to call the police and good. She, she should, you know, but she was like, you do not talk to children that way. Like that is not how you handle a situation. Um, what would you do? In that situation? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. Like, that is terrible. Sometimes my inner Renee does come out. Like, okay, so this is something I wanted to bring up. Renee is our mom. Yeah. You'll be hearing a lot about Renee. And she says, bold as a lie. Let me tell you. (laughs) She is bold. So when we're talking about our parents confronting people, it's mostly mom. Mom goes out of her way to... Set the record straight. Set the record straight. She's going to keep people in check. And there's part, you know, there's a big part of me that believes it's women like her and people like her really who help preserve society. Because if no one's going to call out the crazy and be like, hey, that's crazy. Don't do that. Then chaos just ensues. So I'm really grateful for this. We will definitely be bringing this up. Throughout our podcast, all the time. <laughs> laugh about it. Stories, even after though stories. we have the utmost respect for our mother. Yes, we um, love you, mom. We love you so much, Hi, mom. mom. But mom will go out to people, and she's just like, "So, how long have you been smoking for? You know, it's it's so bad for your health. Like, did you take a health class in seventh grade? Do you see how small that cigarette is? Look how big you are. Stomp it out. Who is whose boss?" That's what she'll say. She'll say, look how small that is and look how big you are. Who has the power in this relationship? Do and, something about it. And you know what they do? They, they listen stomp to her. it out because she's convincing as heck. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Sometimes I just feel that inner Renee rise up in me mm-hmm. and I've like got to do something about it. Um, there was one time Chris and I were driving up to Fresno or somewhere because he was, my husband loves music and even more than music he loves music gear he loves buying he loves selling he loves trading and it's he's just gone to rehabilitation for it actually twice it's just a game to him so when we first got married he'd say oh i want to get this pedal board and like do this and this and this and he'd explain it all to me i was like okay so when we get here to this place and you have this exact setup you will be happy like this is the goal and then months go by he works his way up to getting those things he gets it like a month later, you know, actually, I really would rather get these things. So at first, at the beginning of our marriage, I was really frustrated because I thought you're just discontent. But what I came to learn was he's not discontent. It's his hobby. It's what he enjoys doing. He likes the game of it and he's really good. So if you need some, like any piece of music equipment or anything, talk to Chris. He'll, he'll hook you find up. it and he'll drive hours to get it. Yeah. So we're on one of these crazy trips and driving up to Fresno to make some deal. We pull into like a Taco Bell or something because we're really hungry. Sure enough, I see these teenagers who are just, they're rabble rousing. They are, you, that's not a real word. That is a word, rabble rousing? Can we not open this can of worms? (laughs) It's a word, it's a phrase. I thought you and Chris made that up. No, it's a real phrase. It means like rough housing, like getting people all fired up. I thought just you and Chris used that. For when you guys, like, play fight. No. Oh. You didn't have to bring it up, Grace. (laughs) Okay, carry on. Carry on my way. Oh. So I see these kids, and I'm like, this is not okay. It's like 1130 at night on a 
Thursday and they're out. So they're the spirit like, of Renee came upon you. They're probably you. 12 or 13 years old. So I'm like, get back in your house. Like your parents probably don't even know you're gone. Right. And so I get out of the car and Chris is just, he's horrified that I'm even like contemplating this. And I open the door and he's like, no, you're not serious. Are you? And I was like, yes, I'm going to confront them. Like they're teeny boppers, you know? Teeny boppers. So I go over there and I tell them, excuse me, do you know this is private property? I don't know if it was private property, but I, I, I making, assume I someone owns the property. I start making threats. And I say, I'm going to call the cops because you're not supposed to be out here. And I'm pretty sure it's past your curfew. So unless you want me to call the cops and your mom to come down here and pick your butt up, you better go home right now. And sure enough, they scattered. Wow. And that was the first moment I realized I am becoming my mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's an episode for another day. I am becoming becoming my mom. mom. We're just coming up with so many great ideas tonight. (laughs) Anyway. Oh my gosh. The spirit of Renee is strong in this place. Maybe that should be another episode. Yes. The spirit of Renee. Amen. Times you've confronted crazy people. So I, I'm very much like a don't rock the boat, people pleaser type person. But every once but in a while. not that night. Not that night. Every once in a while you see an injustice or you see. I think with the kids I felt a certain way about too because I'm a teacher. So I feel a certain authority over kids that aren't even my own because mm-hmm. I'm used to teaching them all day, She's every day. She's power hungry. She's power <laughs> hungry. Okay. No, but if those were my kids out and about at night, I would yeah. want somebody scaring them straight and saying, go home. Some parents do not give a rip. They do not care. So sad. I know, but so sad. hey, everyone has different parenting styles. Okay. Should we jump into our topic? Yes, let's. So we've been ranting a little bit, but we want to give you guys a feel of our opinions And even though you didn't ask for them, you're getting them. And if you don't want to listen, there's a 15-second fast-forward button, baby. You can click that. (laughs) Click that or click out. So we have a little game called Flop or Bop. And what a flop or bop, or is it bop? Bop Bop or or flop. flop. Bop or flop. So a bop is yes, amazing. That's a bop. I would listen, eat, watch, do that thing again. Flop would be... Never again. X out. Blacklist. No. We're done. You're done. I'll let the elderly lady in the house take it away. I own it. I'm older. Bopper flop. Flip flops. And I bring this up because I do not see them anywhere anymore. I can't. I don't even see them at the store. Flip flops were like the thing forever. Mm -hmm. It was just the summer shoe of choice. Do you ever... You had rainbows, right? No, I I didn't. I missed that train. I think I was a little too young. Oh, in college, rainbows were like the go-to flip-flop, and they were supposed to be the most comfortable, and I never got them, and I just always waited. And then, like, as soon as I bought them, flip-flops were out. So I'm wondering, are flip-flops a bop or a flop? They're a flop. Let me tell you why. Flip-flops, in my mind, a flip-flop is for casual beach occasions summer camp, showers, cleaning, washing your car, something you don't really care about for fashion purposes, sandals are the go-to. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen, but there's an evolution going on of flip-flops. I guess it's kind of a comeback. You know, in the nineties, they had platform Mm flip-flops. Okay. I love a platform, maybe not on a flip-flop. Platform shoes. Platform shoes. Yeah. But there are flip-flops right now that are like dress flip-flops. They have a kitten heel. With the flip-flop 
and it kills me when I see it. Some girls really can pull it off. Not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah, I have feet issues. I could not wear that. I'm not talking about my foot growth, okay? (laughs) Or my tongue growth. (laughs) Okay, Brooke. Airbnbs. Oh, don't even get me started. Flop. Major flop. I heard someone say this. Airbnb is like a hotel with chores. Why would you do that? They're they're literally just as expensive as a hotel. That said, I have an Airbnb booked for this weekend, but that's beside the point. Where? We're going to, um, well, we're staying in a Royal Grande, but Chris is golfing in Napomo for his birthday. He's turning, should I say how old he is? Yeah. Okay. He's turning 29. He's younger than me, guys. Say it, Cougar. Say it louder, Cougar. Come on, Cougar. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little cradle robber, but... (laughs) Yeah, so we're staying in Royal Grande this weekend for his birthday celebration, so I'm excited. But the that chores. said, mm. the chores, no, no, no. And um, we just had the most horrific Airbnb experience. Like, you would think I would have learned my lesson, but it was this this Airbnb was, like, the cheapest thing and the only thing available for the weekend. So should we get into it? it? You guys, there was a mouse in, in the, the house. house. You wouldn't believe how fast this thing ran. Okay, so we were in Long Beach and we had a house right on the water. It was like old, almost like colonial style. It was beautiful, like original hardwood floors. And by this description, are you getting a bougie vibe? Because that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be bougie. Yeah, it was literally on the water. Yes. And it was expensive. We split it between all of our cousins and... But it was nothing of the sort. Not even close. So my cousin booked the Airbnb and she ended up getting COVID. So she tried to reschedule and there were available weekends, but the Airbnb host said, no, we're not willing to reschedule with you. Okay, fine. We'll respect our original agreement. So we all go there without our cousin who booked. And while we were there, we just decided to like get some food, hang out and there there were like a lot of homeless people all around and i just felt weird at nighttime like leaving the windows open and i just don't like when people can see in and you can't see out yeah. so you don't know if you know someone's watching creeping in the window so i go around and i start c- closing all the curtains of the airbnb well in the kitchen i close one and i see this dark little furry thing scurry across the floor and i see the tail i'm like there's a tail ew the tail was longer than the body it was so disgusting horrible so i scream bloody murder and i hop on top of the countertop even though i've like been in worse situations than that it's just not what you expect to see at your airbnb and it's so small it's like it could be anywhere it could be right under your foot and you don't even know it (laughs) like imagine step no so we're just like oh my gosh you know there's a mouse and then we see it scurry across the floor in the opposite direction like right after i said it, we saw it scurry back so the airbnb host gave us her number we could call 24 7 so i call her and i'm like hey i don't know if you know this but there's a mouse in the house she starts busting up laughing and she's like oh we saw that mouse yesterday but don't worry we laid traps and the exterminator's coming tomorrow so it'll be gone by tomorrow Ooh, afternoon my blood is boiling listening to this okay again. well we had to check out at 10 a.m so she's telling us i'm not dealing with this issue till after you leave and we were not even allowed to stay for 24 hours we checked in at 3 30 had to leave by 10 what in the world is that oh and and not to mention the long list of chores she had us do. Yes, when we already pay a 
cleaning fee? Question mark, question mark. What's that? It's ridiculous. So we get on the phone with Airbnb and they're like, well, unless you can get a picture of the mouse itself, we don't really have proof that the mouse exists. So we found the mouse traps that she had laid. She admitted on the phone that there was a mouse in the house. And meanwhile, while Brooke is talking to this woman, Brooke's kind of like, oh, yeah. That's the I'm people like, pleaser side of me. Give me the phone now. I'm going to track her down and come have her catch this mouse herself. Yeah. So then the cherry on top at the end of our phone call, she's laughing and she goes, I'll give you a discount if you can catch the mouse. The nerve. The nerve of this woman. And what's crazy to me is, like, she had an exterminator booked. She could have easily rescheduled with us because she had openings and we had already requested because of COVID. But she decided in her greed that Mm -hmm. it was better to let us stay Mm -hmm. the night and hopefully not see the mouse so she could leave the other nights open for bookings. And we had babies in other rooms. Oh, yeah. Sound asleep with two-inch gaps, like, underneath by the door. So that a mouse could be in the room. So we start going around recording with the flashlight, trying to get a video of this mouse that we saw run an hour ago. Like an hour has passed by and we've been sitting around trying to find it. We threw chicken tenders all over the floor to try to bait it out. Chicken wings. Fried (laughs) chicken wings and fries. So the house starts smelling like chicken (laughs) in hopes to find the mouse. But we were determined. We wanted the full refund. So we ended up getting a reimbursement for the cleaning fee alone. So it was better than nothing, but it was just ridiculous. a, a very sour experience. We should find the name and out that lady. Oh, I will. No, let's shout her out. Let's shout her out. Don't go to this place. And she had told me on the phone originally, she called to see, I think she had cameras in there because <gasps> Lauren and McKenna were talking about Like, oh, this place has so much potential if she would just redecorate in these ways. She literally called my phone, asked how we were doing, said, yeah, we have plans to redecorate. So if you stop, literally like within a minute of them saying that, I think she was watching us. I would not be surprised. I wish I would have known that. I would have found my camera. You know, in the movies when suddenly someone finds a camera and they look right into it and they're like, I'm coming for you. Horrifying. Okay, I'm going to find this lady's name. The nerve. Give okay. us the 411 on the Miss Scammer. Okay, so this lady, her name is Susan. Her place is called the Ocean View Villa. She actually has like three places. It's all in one house, but she's segmented them into different quote-unquote villas, quote-unquote mouse traps, And so she parcels them out to different guess so it's directly located on ocean boulevard i'm not going to share the address because i think that's too far but her name is susan it's called the ocean view villa do not go do Do not not go do not recommend i think she was like british or something she had some sort of accent susan the scammer i bet she's not even british she says she says this i am from the uk lived in the u.s for over 18 years love it here love it here especially the weather i can't leave lol Also, Long Beach is great. I've lived all over L.A. and the O.C., and this is the best place as you are in between the O.C. and L.A. There's much to do. Love to travel, read, eating out, outdoor projects, and scamming people at my Airbnb. (laughs) That's Susan for you. Wait, why do I feel like she's not from the U.K., though? Why I feel like people from the U.K. don't introduce themselves as, oh, yeah, and I'm from the U.K. Why did you feel the need to share that? 
I don't know. She definitely she had an a scammer. She was probably faking it. Just like she faked a nice Airbnb. It was dingy and dusty and dirty. And they were mice infested. It was a baby mouse too. So hmm, what comes? <gasps> no. How no. does a baby come into this world? Parents. Hmm. I don't want to think about it. So how many parents were there? How many family members were there? Do you know? The whole family tree of mice <laughs> were living and watching us and laughing in our faces. You know that scene in Ratatouille where the ceiling drops <gasps> in and mice yes! are everywhere? What if that was where we were staying? They could have been, they feel like they get in the walls, the crawl spaces. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, ew. So ew. Many, so many of my stories rushing to my head. Okay, let's move on. Don't Grace. you mean crawling into your head? <laughs> mm. Okay, bop or flop? K-pop. Bop. I don't listen to K-pop, but... I think it's cute how obsessed people are with... Actually, it's kind of obnoxious. I don't know why I <laughs> use cute. It's a little obnoxious, but I was a 1D girly, and I loved One Direction. So I know what it's like to be a part of fandom, okay? I was leader of the fandom. Me and my girl from junior high, we were obsessed. And when Zane left the band, oh, tears. Tears. I, and you know what? I was... My privacy was invaded in my own home. Brooke came in... One night, I was bawling my eyes out. Okay, I was disconnected from reality at this point. <laughs> I was in my room bawling my eyes out, and Brooke comes in with her phone on flash, and she's like, what are you crying about, Grace? <laughs> I go, Zane left One Direction. I'm sobbing, and she does not have, not, not an ounce of sympathy for me, but hey, I guess that's the 10-year age gap showing. <laughs> I, have, I still have no sympathy. I, obviously, I'm not... I'm not, the, the drama was real. Like when we say like she was bawling, like weeping is probably more appropriate. Weeping. Like with trying to catch my breath. In anguish, mourning, mourning the loss of Zane. It was so dramatic. And I didn't know if she was just playing into it for her friend or if she, that, those were her true no, feelings. No, looking back, I definitely was. I think I wanted to be a part of that grief. Yeah. Like, I was like, ooh, if I'm a part of this grief, I'll be more accepted in the group. Looking for belonging. Yeah, looking for belonging. My belonging was not in Jesus. It was in 1D. <laughs> so all that to say, I don't listen to K-pop, and I think it's a little bit annoying, and I don't understand how everyone listens to it when they don't know the language, and they want to learn all the lyrics, but they don't know what the lyrics mean. Hmm, I'm hearing a flop on your end. I know. I don't know why I want to defend it so bad. I think it's just because I know people that love it so much. I think the people who are in it, you feel like, or at least I feel sympathy for them. Mm. Like, they must be run ragged to perform like that, to dance and sing and go all over the world. It just seems like they're not well-rested and nourished. No, you know? and they're so tiny. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're so just going to snap one wrong dance move and they're gone. Their <gasps> careers are down the drain. I guess a flop. I guess I'm not really going on the bop side. I'm saying only negative things. But if you're for K-pop, then you do you. Yeah, you, don't let us deter you from your passions. We accept you, but we don't approve of your K-pop consumption. <laughs> okay, Brooke, guy best friends. flop i just think it's impossible i think mm. one way or another and i know this is a controversial oh no this is a controversial opinion here but i think it will always result 
in feelings in one party or another, if not both. I agree. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a flop. I think um, if you are okay with, like, that short-term friendship or that potentially becoming the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, then, like, go for it. Yeah. But you need to step into those friendships realizing this does not end well. Yeah, I think there are guy friends that you can have with healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. When it's a casual friendship, you can go without having feelings invested. But if you're on the borderline of best friends, if he has not already caught feelings, he will develop feelings for you. Yeah. And l- let me just say this is kind of a pet peeve of mine when girls are like, I don't want this to change our friendship or I don't want like when we start dating people for our friendship to change. No, that your friendship will change. Yes, it will change. It will change. You're either going to get married or never talk to each other again. That's a lesson I'm learning. (laughs) It's a fact of life. (laughs) So yeah, I'm pretty much down on those types of relationships, but um, they can work. Sometimes if you, if you marry that person, <laughs> otherwise it's just going to be really hard for one person or both at the end of the friendship. So, okay, Grace, bop or flop, men's short shorts? Bop, not short shorts, just mid shorts. There's a length that is in good taste and there's a length that is making me question your sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Those okay. are the questions I've been having at the gym recently. Like a lot of guys are wearing these short shorts, not just like mid length, but like booty shorts. No, it's like going up their butt crack, yeah. like creeping up the crack. And I don't know if that's, you know, for uh, like physical. No, these, if anything, like, they're picking a wedgie, you know? I, well, I don't know. You're at the gym. You're, you're exercising your body. Like, I don't know if it helps with flexibility or what, but it's just really concerning i'm like they're you're showing more skin than all these ladies yeah no i don't like it but there's a certain length that looks good that's not don't ever wear shorts that are to your knee or right above your knee for the men it's it's a little bit odd so shall we say like a hand breadth above your knee well it it also just depends on the leg length Mm. every man's leg is different Okay. Come I, on, Brooke. Be inclusive. I feel like a hand, though. That's For all pretty... of our short kings? We don't know. But your hand and your leg, they're going to be proportional. We're both, we both have our hands on our legs and we're studying we're right stu- now. Yeah. I don't know. So you're saying a... It's still a bop, just not to, you know, not the... Cr- Within reason. Within reason. Let's not be dramatic here, okay? Okay, Brooke. Enneagrams. I'm going to say bop. I love, I love learning about people's Enneagram types and relationship dynamics. And I do think there is an extreme side of Enneagrams where people are just like, this is my identity. You know, I think Enneagrams, um, should help inform, uh, inform us as to our weaknesses and our, maybe our sin tendencies and to be aware of those so we can navigate around them and to be aware of other people so that we can have grace and understanding for the way God has wired them. So, um, I don't, I don't get too into them. Like 
you know, some people treat them like astrological signs and I don't, I, <laughs> I don't get that, hate that so much. I feel like people are choosing the cereal they eat in the morning based off their Enneagram number. <laughs> it bothers me so much. And I don't like when your icebreaker conversation starter is what's your Enneagram? <laughs> no, you know what? You can stop taking the shortcut and get to know me before I freaking tell you <laughs> who I am. Like, don't just slap. So a, true. I don't want people to just slap a label on me like, oh, well, you're probably doing that because you're a so-and-so. Because you're a four. If you're a four, that's probably why you're having a sin problem right now. Like, I don't want that. You know what? Don't back me up into a corner. Typical four. You would say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, four is not my number. <laughs> Are you seven? I'm not saying. I'm going to play the dad card. Our dad's very private, and he won't tell anyone what his Enneagram number is. And I should have done that. I know dad's number. I'm not going to say. Brooke. I'll tell you later. Just put up a number. Oh, wow. I don't think I know anyone with that number. Yeah. I'll have to read the description yeah, you do. of that. Yeah, you do. I'm that number. Oh, yeah, you are a lot number. like him. Yeah. So anyway, um, but I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah. Don't take the shortcut. It's just like with social media. Mm. For me, people are always like, we'd be such good friends if you had instagram or snapchat i feel like i would know more about your life you know what if you wanted to know more about my life you could reach out to me you could text me you could call me we can meet up for coffee preach you don't get just a a shortcut to the ins and outs the convenience you want to be friends let's be friends let's get to know each other the real Mm. way Mm -hmm. i don't like all of this shallow friendship i swiped up on your story and i liked a picture of yours therefore i'm entitled to know the ins and outs of your life okay bop or flop starbucks bop (laughs) it's a bop because it's basic but it's basic for a reason why is it basic like why why is starbucks basic because the coffee is crap i'm sorry it's not good coffee okay well i like refreshers Okay, yeah, I I I'd go more for their tea. I like and... refreshers. Have you tried their coconut lime bar? Yes. Uh, that thing's popping. It's so good. And their pumpkin loaf, their pumpkin loaf, their coconut lime bar. Mm-hmm. Some of their their ham and Swiss little bag out sandwich. Get the grilled cheese double toasted at Starbucks with a strawberry lemonade refresher. You'll thank me later. That's a summertime bop. Ooh. I like to support local businesses, but it is just the convenience of it. A drive-through coffee shop. If there are other drive-through coffee shops nearby, I'll go through those. Mm-hmm. But it's just the act of getting out of your car when you're in a rush. You're going to work. It's the comfort of knowing no matter what city I'm in in the world, there's I can a get Starbucks. The same there. drink. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, Brooke. The Bachelor. So controversial. Not really. I feel conflicted. I feel inner turmoil in answering this question. Speak from your heart. I know I'm going to get hardcore judgment from certain family members because I've already been lectured on this topic. I'm going to say bop. I think Bachelor is a bop. I think take that, family members, <laughs> judgmental family members. <laughs> um, yeah, Kanye. <laughs> We're talking about you, Kanye. Um, here's why it's a bop. Because it is fun to watch with your friends and make commentary about and have viewing parties. It is so bonding. It is really bonding what to like place it? your bets on a certain girl or a certain guy. Like they will make it till the end. 
they are going it's fun because every girl likes to match make mm-hmm. that's what it is it's the matchmaking that's so aspect true. it's it's a game show of matchmaking and i have found that in viewing parties with people like i would otherwise never spend time with or never make a natural connection with I can bond with those women over The Bachelor and we'll find ourselves like laughing and making jokes together about things that, you know, in any other circumstance, we probably have very different senses of humor Mm -hmm. even. So I think it's just a bonding experience when you watch it in a group of people. But that said, oh my goodness, there is so much garbage on that show. And I just, I think it's a disaster conceptually. Like it's set up for failure. And, yeah. and that's that's what the producers want. They want drama. They want failure because that's what people want to see. So we can view and judge and watch and so, laugh. Something I don't appreciate about the Bachelor franchise is that, which, you know, they don't sign. I don't think they sign a contract that says you have to be engaged by the end of this. But it's so annoying that every Bachelor contestant and Bachelorette contestant at the end is like, we're just going to take things slow. We're not going to get engaged, but we're just going to date. I'm like... Okay, well, the show is about getting married at the end. Like, that's what everyone's hoping for. Yeah. So it's just kind of, uh, as a viewer, I don't... There are no rules. You make your own rules. (laughs) See how that's played out. Chris Harrison, you just blew up The Bachelorette. (laughs) For our most dramatic season yet. (laughs) Said every season. (laughs) Do you have any um, Bachelor faves? I like Mike from Hannah Brown's season not recalling him that was that was actually the season that i got really upset and was like i'm swearing off this show and i did for several seasons (laughs) um but yeah i just that season was really upsetting to me but aren't you watching it now yeah i said (laughs) for several seasons i didn't say forever (laughs) i'm yeah i'm still on that i i think it's a nice break from reality even though it's considered reality (laughs) TV. tv but we all know it's not It's what I love about it is that for someone like me who doesn't have active drama in their lives, Mm. it's nice to have that. Why, like, drama is nice sometimes. You're vicariously living through them. Yes. Yes. I can go to bed thinking about the different scenarios, the ways I would handle the drama. But when I wake up in the morning, I don't got to deal with any of it. Yeah. You don't have that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach like, oh, no. I don't want to run into them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. I hate that feeling when you're in conflict with somebody. And you ever get that? Just like tears you up inside. Yes. Even if if you're right and even if, you know, just having conflict. (laughs) Don't handle it well. Interpersonal conflict. Okay, Grace. Bop or flop voice messaging. Bop. Because I... I'm a long-winded talker. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I type out an essay, you know when you type a message, maybe this is not a shared experience, but if you ever typed out a long enough message, it will go into your notes app. <gasps> so for people who do that, I have not done that in years. I have done that once in my life. But for people who do that, just send a voice message mm-hmm. or rather, oh, there's a limit. You can't send a voice message longer than like five minutes. Unless you're on Voxer, then your max is 15. I'm not downloading an app. I'm just going to call, you know? Yeah. I think for me in the season of life I'm in, it's really easy for for us moms to voice message like on Voxer. So it's like a walkie talkie. I hit the button and I can just record hands-free 
or just hold with one hand. It's kind of like, that's like Marco Polo though, but yeah, it's just like Marco Polo, but with your voice. I think it's uh, more accessible and approachable for people because you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm ready. The people I Marco Polo with are the people I am probably closest with in life, closest with, or like fear their judgment the least like on marco polo you're getting my double chin you're getting my mm-hmm. face without makeup you're getting my greasy hair you get yes, it all on marco polo. bad angles bad mm-hmm. lighting mm-hmm. but um everything else you know you gotta kind of look presentable mm-hmm. dating apps i'm gonna say bop but i feel like that's an unqualified bop because <laughs> i I never got on a dating app. I think I went on a dating website once. I was on eHarmony for like five seconds. Okay, so you were swiping. You were swiping. No, it wasn't a swipe. It was like a, I don't know. I You're forget- telling me you signed up and you didn't look at any profiles? No, 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 I did. But you, I mean, it was on my computer. Like I wasn't physically oh. swiping on my phone. Um, and they had all of these rules about your communication before you could just freely message and stuff. And so I felt really bad. There was one guy we had been making the progress and through the guided communication and he was sharing like really deep stuff about his past and his sin struggles. And you know what? That's enough for me. You don't need to do that over (laughs) what in the heck. (laughs) I appreciated the honesty, but I happened to be in Hong Kong when he sent his last message and I only got Wi-Fi like for a few minutes a day. And the way I had it set up. I wasn't on my phone. It was on my computer. And so, like, I did not see his messages for weeks. He thought you were ghosting him. Yes, because he had shared all of this personal information, like, really bad stuff. (gasps) I just didn't respond. He was from Minnesota, but... So I got back well, to the States. He's from Minnesota, so obviously he has an issue with oversharing. <laughs> I've never made that correlation before in my life. <laughs> so I get back to the States, and I see this long message about, like, like sexual stuff. And I was like, <gasps> and I, I felt bad. You say, KK. I, you know, obviously it was like. I was at that point in my life, I was like, I'm not doing online dating anymore. I'm not even going to entertain this, but I felt bad that I had not given him a response. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. I was in China. (laughs) Sound like the The biggest excuse. Yeah. Oh, China. Okay. Just say you don't like me then. (laughs) No, I swear. I was teaching the children English. That's actually what she was doing. Yeah. Teaching children English in Hong Kong. I was like, thank you for your transparency. I really appreciate it and hope you find your person. (laughs) You said, find help soon. (laughs) Anyway. Seek guidance. Yeah, that was my experience. Um, And funny stuff, but I feel like um, now it's so hard to meet people in our isolated worlds, especially since COVID. So I feel like dating apps are probably really beneficial and dating apps used to be the thing that were like only weirdos did that like even when I signed up for eHarmony like I don't know 13 years ago or whatever it was 13 years ago yeah it was a long time ago whoa okay 12 maybe it was 12 years ago wow that seems like no I'm sorry I'm sorry that's wrong because it was like 10 years ago it was like 10 years ago okay yeah yeah that makes more sense um, but even when I signed up, it was like still a little taboo, but now I feel like it's very commonly accepted and there is a wider pool of people to choose from. It's not yeah. just like old guys trying to find someone and they're desperate, you know? No, there's great options. Yeah, there's great options. So yeah. 
I if I were single in today's world, I would probably I would take a, a gaze. I would take a gander. Yeah, why not? I think it's fun for casual dating. Yeah. Too. But I also think you can be catfished really easily. Like, oh, I know so many people who found a boyfriend, spouse, whatever, and then that person was not who they claimed to be. I in, in big ways. My friend and I set up a fake dating profile or yeah, dating profile. And whose picture? It we put we did like a random not a picture of our faces obviously. We were just trying to see if we could find anyone we knew in town on there. Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, we found some married men on there. <gasps> no. We said, "Oh no, this is bad, bad, really? bad." Yeah, and I don't have a connection to them to where I could like say that. But I and I found some guys that were interested in you. They still haven't met anyone. One of the guys that used to be in love with Brooke, one of the many, 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 many men that were, yes, yes, that were in love with Brooke as she was younger was on there. And I feel so bad because he's still not with anyone, which is fine. Everyone is going to find their person in their own time, but, or be called to singleness or, Hey, celibacy is an option. Okay. (laughs) But he had a stock market joke in his bio. That was his pickup line. I was like, okay, sissy, you're trying to deter women from you. What is going through your head? A stock market joke? Are you seeking out men or women? Like, who are you looking for? I just, I don't know. Maybe he wants a financially savvy woman, and he thinks that's going to be the perfect bait. You could have a stockbroker be your partner. Doesn't mean they want to tell stock market jokes. (laughs) You know? I don't know. It's true. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. My turn. Okay. Bangs. Not the banging. <laughs> the banging. Oh, no. <laughs> For those of you who know, no. I love that little song. I think girls who have bangs, they can pull it off or they're, you know, they're doing it for a reason. They're hiding. Maybe they have a larger forehead and they want to cover that sucker up. I don't fault them for that. No, it's, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough out there. It's tough out there. On these dating apps where they're judging the size of your forehead. Right, right. You can't help it. Does your forehead grow during pregnancy? <laughs> Lord, I hope not. Oh, gosh. Mine didn't. Yeah, mine didn't. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think the girls who style the bangs well can pull it off. It all depends on your face shape. Not styling them. I feel like they look just really... I'm trying to think of a less offensive adjective. Kindergarten-y? Yeah, you know, when they're all sporadic and spread out, the hairs are laying flat, and they're not <laughs> brushed out with a round brush, and it's like, oh, and it's sticking to your face. Isn't that bothering you? Like, it's bothering me. It's bothering me. The sweat on your head is making glue for your hair on your forehead. <laughs> And then you know what else? There's a celebrity and they're on a movie, Dakota Johnson. She has bangs and she was on Peanut Butter Falcon. There's a scene where she's on the boat and the wind blows and it blows her bangs all the way to the side. And she's like wincing her eyes and smiling. And it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like when the wind comes, it ruins the whole point of your bangs. <laughs> It's, like, worse than if you just didn't have things. Yeah, like, maybe 
I saw a life hack actually for bangs on Pinterest where you put a little bit of super glue on the tips of your bangs <gasps> and you stick it to your forehead when it's a windy day out. <laughs> so maybe try that one on for size. <laughs> Just glue your forehead. <laughs> glue that dome of yours. Fear of wind? Use super glue. <laughs> I've had bangs twice in my life, and no, no, no. There was childhood bangs, fifth grade bangs, senior year bangs, and senior year bangs <laughs> for my senior pictures, and that was each time it was such a mistake. I think it's only really cute. You on had little... bangs in college, no? No, I was growing them out after oh. senior year, but I remember walking into my first ASB meeting my senior year of high school, and it was like the summertime right before school started. And I had my hair curled. My bangs had been, you know, round brushed, blow dried out. And I was feeling myself like, new year, new me. Here I am, senior year. And now I look back at those pictures and I feel so sad for my little senior self not knowing how big of a mistake bangs were. No, they were in then. I thought they were like rocker bangs, you know? Oh, they were giving very much (laughs) J. Crew, like. In my head, white though, preppy. In my head, I was like, I'm like the cool rocker chick with my bangs. I oh yeah, your pearl necklace and your senior picture was definitely giving a rocker girl. Oh blow. I feel like she I was had, always trying to break out of the mold people try to put me in. Like I'm not what you think. <laughs> I'm not this goody little two shoes. Watch me get banged. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you get banged? Okay, well, we just realized that we saved both our celebrity bopper flops for the end, so I guess it'll be just a good comparison, maybe. Let's end with our celebrities. All right, our celebibs. Kanye West. Kanye West. Oh, yay. Yay, can you see? Yay, can you see? I'd say he's a bop. Super rich. Super famous. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> That's a plus. Um, I feel like he's just consistently created uh, creative music that is so different from anything else yes. out there. And he's just, like, he's wired different. Mm-hmm. It shows in what he produces, and I think it's incredible. I respect that. That said, like, all the personal life stuff, devastating. So sad mm-hmm. to lose your family. Um, and not lose them, like, they're gone and tragically died but like you know to have a family break apart especially being in the public eye that's really that's rough yeah and all his mental health issues is just like my heart goes out to you Kanye and also since he's declared like his faith you Mm -hmm. know being a Christian people are holding him to a standard that he himself cannot yes hold himself to because he's just like he's just entering in you know he's a baby Christian like he can't there's a lot going on. Yeah. And that you think about what Jesus said, like, um, it's easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Like, yeah. people who have that much fame, clout, money, like, it's really tough. Like, I don't think us normal people who have our privacy and have um, accountability in our lives, I don't think we can even begin to comprehend how difficult it is just to stay like mentally acute and aware and yeah. grounded, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, my heart goes out to them. It makes me so upset and just really 
angry, honestly, that so many Christians will promote Christianity, promote Jesus for anyone who will accept him. Mm -hmm. And as soon as a celebrity does, they're under fire and it's like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Can Mm -hmm. you, where's the grace? Mm -hmm. Like, where's the same grace that you're expecting from others? Mm -hmm. Why can't you give that to them? It just bothers me. Yeah. It really does. I hear you. Bopper flop. Harry Styles. Harry. Harry, my love. You're a bop. I love his music. Yeah. It's it's so great for a beach car ride. His music is best for the beach. I love that. It's such a beachy vibe. I feel like he's his own genre sometimes. The things that he's coming up with. It's like, oh. That is so different. I don't even know what category to put his music into. Mm-hmm. What would you categorize that as? I don't know. Like, if I had it's to. Not it's not like pop at it'd, all. It'd be like, I don't know, rock, pop, funk. I don't know. He mixes so many different styles. Yeah. And that's what keeps it fun and interesting to listen to. And I love that it's mostly all clean. It's well done. It's fun. It's not overbearingly dramatic and all these weird I don't like the techno sounds. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with pop music for me right now is that there's all these boop, 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 boop. stop, S- stop. I'm sick. <laughs> I know it's 2022, but <laughs> let's lay off. Yeah, just a little bit. Can we uh, back up just a sec? <laughs> we don't have hovercrafts yet, so we're not <laughs> totally there in the future. Okay, well that's it for me. That's it for me, sister. That's it for me. That's it for me, sister Sue. Well, this is fun. Yeah, selfish sissy. I hope I hope everyone had fun with us. Yeah, I hope you guys are having a great week. And we have no idea who's listening to this, who isn't. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. I honestly, we're a little nervous for who exactly will be listening to this. So just remember, this is all in good fun. It's not educational. It's not informative. It's all in good fun. <laughs> We're basically a waste of your time. (laughs) (laughs) We have a long list of ideas and we're excited to share them all with you guys. We have a wide variety of topics, just a bunch of stuff. It's going to be a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. And you can always count on us to give you some sisterly advice and keep it real. We might be a little harsh sometimes. Okay, we're going to tell how it is. Especially if there's like an advice segment, yeah, which we do plan on doing. They're just our opinions, and there's lots yeah. of opinions in the world. These just happen to be ours. And you can filter in and out of ours as you please. So No one's making you be here, okay? <laughs> you clicked on us. <laughs> okay, my prayer for you guys this week is that you would make a great memory with your loved ones by listening to our next episode. <laughs> That you, my prayer for you is that you would give us a five-star review. <laughs> and talk about how beautiful we are. And they can't see us. Brooke doesn't have a prayer for you. <laughs> um, my prayer for you is that... Um, <laughs> your tongues stay exactly the same size they are. <laughs> Scratch all of that. I don't, I don't want to go deep with the prayer. <laughs> I know, it's like... I don't know. I'm tired. I don't know why I'm saying. You said, let's pray out. <laughs> Dear Lord. Let's pray out our podcast. <laughs> Dear Lord, help our selfish sissies. 
out there. Hopefully we have an episode for you in the coming weeks. Stay tuned for all that's going to come out. Um, We're so glad to just put this first one out there for our friends and family, for other listeners who may or may not know us. Um, We're recording this a little too late, so we're heading out. We're going to hit the hay. We hope you're having a great day today, whether that's morning, night, evening. Hope your day is good, and we love you guys so much. We'll see you next week, and until then, don't don't forget, forget, we are your go-to. Bye.